Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Unstoppable Spaces, episode six. And yeah, Mr. X, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, coming in loud and clear. How's it all going? Hey, man, how's everything you ever in, uh, in England? Cold. <laughs> Very cold, actually. And a bit late, but happy to be here. Happy to talk domains and everything web-free identity. Right on, man. Yeah, we'll see if, um, if Al wants to hop in. I think Flexer mentioned he might drop by, too. And uh, GG, if you want to hop up here, just uh, just request. We'll let you up. But yeah, not not too too much new on our end. We uh we enabled on chain purchases recently, which is pretty cool. It's mainly just for uh for partners to kind of use. But yeah, it just kind of supports putting everything on chain, moving there eventually, and just another uh yeah, just another win. Yeah, it makes sense to be ready for when the masses do finally arrive. I think. UD seems to be all about setting up for this mass adoption and um, for when the sentiment picks up and people start barging through the doors, UD are going to be ready to go and everything seems to be in place. So 100%. It's looking good. Yeah, we're just, we're building everything for exactly what you mentioned. Um, yeah, we're trying to build a network effect, but also on top of that, build like the, the specific like product functionalities. Yeah, I was talking to Matt earlier today, actually, and he was saying about how they've got these single APIs for all their extensions, including the new .eth, and then for all Web2 domains going forward, they're going to incorporate all of those ones as well. So basically, as soon as Web2 registrars or any traditional companies want to get involved, it's going to be literally plug in and play. So that's exciting. Yeah, most definitely. And how did you come up with the idea for that uh, the World Cup event thing? I thought that was super unique. Well, I wish it was unique, to be honest. I actually saw it from oh, you're, you're, uh, someone sorry, your in. Kind of your, your mic sounds kind of fuzzy. Oh, okay. Is it okay now? Yeah, you're good now. You're good now. I'll just put it right next to my, my mouth. So, yeah, I'd love to say it was completely my idea but i actually saw it from someone in ens i think it was teller from ens and i saw it for just a random set of domains and when i saw it, i was like that's actually an interesting idea and then we thought we'd expand it out to a wider range of domains for ud and really get an idea of what the community themselves feel is the best domain out there currently so gets an idea of what extensions people like and what themes people are going for i think we've got ai.x in the competition right now so that's going to be hard to beat but it's just a really good way to get community feedback whilst also doing something quite fun yeah no i i honestly love it um i dm'd you about it before but yeah we should definitely run one in the future and like mass coordinate across uh our accounts here it's definitely definitely an awesome idea no, 100%. We'd be up for supporting that completely. Cool, cool. But yeah, I see Flexer there. I just invited him up to uh, to speak. We, uh, we host every every other Thursday now. Basically just like giving the rundown on UD, ENS, kind of the whole space. So let's see if he wants no, to. No, sounds great. I think uh, there's obviously been a lot going on on the timeline to do with ENS and UD and stuff. Like generally, <laughs> I, kind of, <laughs> I kind of try to stay on the side a bit with that i think we could spend every space doing ud versus ens yeah but me personally <laughs> i think 
me personally, I think the more interesting topic, rather than the infighting and the squabbling, is that we should be working about how to use our own strengths to move the entire space forward and to make sure that we're all expanding the market. Because currently, we're just fighting over crumbs and it, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, right now is definitely the time to to look differences aside and work together. But yeah, I don't know if you guys were at that last space uh, last Friday, but that was pretty funny to listen to. <laughs> Wait, who was hosting that one? Um, I think it was Bloom. I think Bloom and this guy called uh, Gembox. Uh, we're hosting right but that was that was awesome that was um that was pretty funny and they're, they're running it back this friday so i'm definitely gonna join in for that and see see how it goes but but yeah yeah fair enough i don't normally join that many ens ones to be honest because i know it's going to be very heavy ens and maybe some other stuff to do with negative points and other naming services but i saw ish Millie jumped in here very briefly I've been listening to some of his ones recently and they're actually quite entertaining and a, a bit more balanced as well, I would say. So no, I would recommend Ish, those ones. Maybe. Ish is a really cool guy. He's hosting the uh, Domainer Expo in, in Vegas. So the whole team's going out there for an on-site and it also happens to, to be right there too so we can swing by. But yeah, I didn't fully introduce the rest of the people up here. Uh, what's up, 135? What's up, Flexter? And what's up, 0x guy? Hey, sorry if I accidentally hit the thumbs down. I have sausage fingers. Oh, you're good. <laughs> so I, might, <laughs> I might hit other buttons on accident. You're good, man. Uh, what's up, Flexer? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me up. I appreciate it. Yeah, be careful there, 135. That's how uh, that's how you lose your NFTs for point zero zero to ETH. <laughs> Fat finger in them NFTs, bro. <laughs> Literally, the first time I started buying <laughs> NFTs, I did exactly that. Like I think I bought one for like 10 bucks, and I was just going for a small flip. And then I ended up listing it, and it, I, I listed it at, like, five cents or something. And someone just skipped it right away. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Nah, I feel like it's like a rite of passage. you got to go yeah. through that at some point. <laughs> 100%. You haven't been on Web3 if you haven't let an NFT go crazy cheap or been, like, full-on rugs, to be honest. Yeah. It's not, that, it's not I mean, that has, to change. that has to change next cycle. I forget, like, who, who mentioned this, but it's, like, the fact that a rite of passage in our industry is getting rugged, it's, like, Let's leave that in the past. <laughs> let's uh, let's find a way to have that never happen again. People shouldn't get rugged and be like, yeah, I'm in Web3. It should be like, okay, this is the better space to be. We're in Web3. Yeah, 100%, 100%. The other thing I was talking to Matt about was wallets in general, because even though I've been in Web3 crypto for about seven years, I still find it a bit difficult to use some of the most popular wallets. I just don't think, the UX is there yet for the average person to download their crypto wallet and just get going. 100%. So, but I do like what I do like is that there's like a lot of competition in that industry. There's a bunch of different wallets competing against each other, which usually means that like over time they're just going to get better and better. But yeah, what's up, uh, Ishmael? I just see you joining in. AGM, guys, just, just checking in with you guys, trying to find out what's up, learn, connect, build. Um, I'm a big advocate of um, Web3 domains in general, whether it's UD or ENS. And um, I try to be um, a learner and a listener, right, um, without any type of bias. I'm just here to learn and shoot the shit with people and learn more about UD or whatever you guys are talking about. Right on, man. And I appreciate the last spaces you hosted. That was really good. 
and also looking forward to the Domainer Expo. The whole team's flying out in a, in a month, so we'll definitely be meeting each other soon. Yeah, for sure. So that's the whole objective of the Expo is to bring all the stakeholders um, in the space there. Um, unfortunately, Gary backed out, which is kind of like a relief for me, to be honest with you. And I say that knowing the space is recorded. Um, hopefully we can get more reasonable people to speak on the perks of ENS. I know that UG will have the best of the best speak in there. So in the spirit of being inclusive, at the very least, we got Flexter. <laughs> oh, 100%. Wait, yeah, Flexter, you want to the domain expo? That'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about Gary. I just heard about him like two weeks back. I knew he was a character, and then I popped it on the space <laughs> last Friday, I think, and I, I saw the whole thing go down, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was quite entertaining, man. It was quite entertaining. Um, I don't know, Gary's. You know, again, uh, um, he's a he's a big advocate of just ENS, and he doesn't want to go outside the box of anything else ENS. And and I mean, you got to respect him for that. But at the same token, um, you know, I got I got myself as an ENS maxi. I mean, I'm brand ambassador and the IRL events coordinator for the for the for the collection i mean that i'm one of the only doxed members of that team and we do just completely support ens um that's what it's at but you know i don't want to have tunnel vision either i don't want to be one of those guys that invested in kmart their whole life and then just skipped target and walmart you know what i mean so i mean i might as well you know just keep looking at everybody's platform and, and making sure because i'm a flipper you know what i mean I'm, I'm i'll build you know i've built a couple of websites on 1w3 with ens but uh, you know the the majority of my time in the space is going to be flipping i mean I'm, I'm i'm not the big techie techie guy i don't care about the politics on the back end i don't give a shit who has a patent and who doesn't have a patent i want to know how much money i'm making you know what I mean? So that's what I'm here for. I mean, I, I bless you guys for all of you that say I'm here for the art. Okay, fuck off personally. Okay, but that, that's my opinion. I'm here to flip. That's what that's what I'm here for. And if I can flip Unstoppables or ENS, wherever I can make a dollar, that's where I'm going. You know what I mean? So for as far as the politics goes and all, all that, I, I, I brush that under the carpet. I don't let any of that shit bother me. I, none, none of that's... I understand I, that I, it I is. Think, I think, go, go ahead, Flexer. I'll let you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ish. Go ahead. Because I'm no, about to go I, on a rampage. It, <laughs> so go ahead. You know, in the real world, that's how investing works: is studying the options, and and you know, making an informed decision, and understanding that there are pros and cons to every angle or every um, product or every protocol in this case, right? So when people try to like bash one against the the other, it comes from a place of a selfish agenda. I think, you know, the narrative that, you know, one is completely decentralized has been debunked. Um, you know, we will never achieve 100% decentralization. It's just a myth. Um, and I respect the fact that, you know, Unstoppable is transparently a for-profit company. Um, I would rather someone tell me I'm here to make a dollar like myself than pretend to be this kumbaya doing good for humanity with no um, evidence of that, right? So I just believe that it's very negative when, you know, people that represent different protocols speak ill of the other. It's, it's, it's okay to point out the weakness. I mean, business is very competitive in nature, but when it gets negative and people start attacking people personally, then that's kind of like where I draw the line. And, you know, I think a lot of us that, you know, came in the space, Web3 specifically, 
on the ENS side um, did it because it was more vocal on Twitter, right? We, you know, kind of like joined the crowd. But maturity means that you're going to explore other options. Maturity means that you keep an open mind, you, you take all the facts, and then you make a decision. So I see people that have clearly picked a side, and I just urge you to sort of like find that middle ground. And even if you decide that you want to stick on the extreme end of the other, just respect other people for their views and their choices. Because at the end of the day, right, it's not your money. It's theirs. And it's their decision to make. So people trying to influence other people by disrespecting them and calling them names and, you know, calling them fraud and all this kind of nonsense, it's very childish behavior. You know, you don't see Microsoft attacking IBM or Google. They coexist and thrive together. And that's what it's about. 100%. And uh, yeah, I mean, in a, in a world where let's just say a billion people are using these Web3 domains, I think there's going to be more than one. Like I, I think there's going to be more than one of the TLDs and also players. So if you're a legitimate player and there's no huge naming conflicts between a TLD you're offering, I think you should be given the chance. 100%. And uh, yeah, 135.access. Uh, I saw your hand up. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. This is, this is a bit of a sidebar to what you guys are saying. Is it okay if I... I just wanted to apologize to Mr. X, just because I, I had posted a tweet and I didn't it didn't come off nice, and uh, I I feel I feel bad about it and I feel bad about it, and I just wanted to tell you sorry, and I just wanted you to know there was nothing bad between us or anybody else. I just um, I just wanted to apologize to you, you know, because I I felt how I felt and I just I didn't say what I wanted to say the right way, so I'm I'm really sorry about that. Hey man, for what it's worth, I don't read too much into this kind of stuff on Twitter because I think it's really easy to take stuff out of context. So I appreciate you apologizing and everything, but I'm not even, to be honest, I'm not even 100% sure which message you're referring to. But I don't take anything too personally on here because, you know, it's just how it is. And I think people are just saying their own thing online. So it's fun. Yeah, it was just the competition. Just a. Uh... Just because I thought there was like bots, because there's like you know bots. Uh, I sent you an article about like bots ruining like the polls, and uh, yeah, I should have started with that honestly. But uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, there. I'm sorry I'll about get, that. I'll get there. But uh, but yeah, to anybody else in the in the space right now, feel free to request to speak. We're cool with having like as many people up here as possible right now. Kind of just like a community space. Um, so yeah, I guess do you guys have any topics you want to talk over or any big uh, any big discussion here? I got a question for Ish real quick. Um, is it fair to say that with Gary dropping out of the uh, Domain Expo that you're uh, sad AF? Can you repeat the question? No, it was, it was a joke. I was, I was saying with Gary dropping out of the Domain Expo, is it fair to say that you're sad AF? Um, I'm actually thrilled because, to be honest with you, I've hosted um, nine episodes of... Um, the future of domains and there's been a lot of times where Gary has been sort of like condescending to other speakers and you know I just I, 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 I think I'm a good judge of character and I try to tolerate people's you know indifferences but it's like when it gets to a point where you start twisting people's words especially mine and saying that I've been disparaging to women in web 3 and you know attacking people on stage and attacking math for no reason you know, I think it's a bit, it's, it's getting a little high schoolish. So who knows what will happen at the conference and 
him bowing out is a good thing for me because it allows me to replace him with, with a with a more logical speaker. We've already done that. We got Bashara speaking. Um, and at the end of the day, bro, like Gary's not a sponsor of the conference. He didn't give me a dollar. He was supposed to write an article. He never did it. So it is what it is. I mean, I'm paying a lot of money to put the conference together. So it's not like I'm losing money or sleep because Gary's not participating. Yeah. Once again, thank you for hosting that event. That's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, I think it's going to be like early Bitcoin vibes of some of the earlier conferences for crypto. Cause I mean, yeah, if, if a billion people join the the web three space with, uh, with TLDs and domains, these conferences are only get bigger and bigger every year. I remember what Monty was saying, who did the auction with Unstoppable, the Web2 OG, and he was saying that the vibes the Web3 domains are in right now are basically identical to the vibes that he felt in like the early to mid-90s, where no one really understood what was going on. No one outside of the space knew what you were doing and thought it was foolish. But he said, as someone who was there, that it just felt exactly the same. And it's just waiting for that adoption to pick up and for the wider market to understand what's going on. And they definitely have their place too. Like I was, I was just on uh, Instagram earlier today and I was just scrolling through a video through a, a, I think they're called reels, right? And the reel had like a few million views. The top comment had 30 K likes and go figure the top comment was a dude whose username had a dot ETH at the end of it. And just seeing that, I was like, damn, I was like, damn, it's not even on Twitter. And someone's repping like a, a Web3 handle. Like, I love it. Like, bring it to Snapchat, dude. Bring it to Instagram. Bring it to bring it to every app. Because like these things are catchy. I feel like once you once you switch your name to a dot X, a dot ETH, or a dot crypto, it's just like it gets personal. And it's like you don't want to sell that thing. You kind of want to keep it. Unless you have like 50 of them, right? But if you got like one that's like your main, it's like, no, I, I want to keep this thing. And like for me, it's like Adrian dot X. Like, I wouldn't sell that. There's no reason to. It's my name. Yeah, yeah I think I've said the same before, like with my punk and also my name. Like the more I use it, the more it's actually starting to feel like me. And the amount of time I'm spending online is becoming as big a part of my identity as my name itself. And that has such value to the personal user. And so, yeah, there's no need to sell that for a few bucks or something because it becomes such an important part of being able to network online. Yeah, somebody was telling me that, you know, when I when I bought 135.x, they're like, man, you got that before me. And I remember feeling bad because it wasn't my first choice. Like I wanted 191.x and I just missed it by however long, like maybe a couple of days or something. And so when they told me they wanted 135.x, I was like, man, I, I, I feel you, you know, because I wanted the other one. But then I got used to it. I'm like, wow, this is this domain's way better than 191.x. No offense. I'm like, this is much more me, is what I'm saying. Not that the other one is bad, but I just, I really love this domain so much, and it really fits me because I'm odd and it's an odd number. And I just, it would be so hard for me to sell it. I don't know if anybody would believe me, but if they offered me like a million dollars right now, I don't, I don't think I would take it. Honestly, I just love this domain too much. It's just everything. Then it'd be gone faster in your head could spin. Somebody offered me a million dollars. <laughs> Maybe I wish. Now look, look. I think I think you guys. That's that's a big thing over in the ENS community is identity. So they get their .eth and they're like, you know, this is my identity. This is my digital identity. And then of course the ENS Maxis puts a picture to that identity, that cartoon picture. So now you have your cartoon picture and your .eth, right? So that's kind of how you know the community over there is doing it. Um, 
again, I'm I'm digging recently. I've been I've I've always liked dot X, but that dot go that dot go that one is is really growing on me. So like right now outside of dot ETH, I mean I have to get up there with dot X, dot art, and dot go. Those are probably my three top level like for me personally, um, the ones that I I really can see value in. Um, dot NFT and dot crypto. I, am, I mean, I look at those as if, you know, an NFT collection or, you know, a shit coiner wanted to build a, a website on something like that. I could see it. But, um, yeah, that dot art, dot X and dot go. Those are probably my top three um, that I'm looking at right now, especially for investment purpose. And, here's the and I like the fact that Unstoppable gives people options. Right. I, I really dig that because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. People have options to pick from. Like um, and, you know, some people don't like this, but. I think it's, it's, I don't know if you, you can look up what's called Stockholm Syndrome, where people sort of like empathize with the people that hold them captive. Um, but I really believe that there's a strong demographic of people out there that don't want to pay a renewal. And, you know, I asked Matt that question, like, you know, how are you able to build a business without renewals? And he said, because it's on the blockchain. It doesn't cost us the same infrastructure cost as a Web2 domain extension right so i i can appreciate that goodwill of of not charging people to hold a digital asset that equates to their digital identity because there are parts of the world where five dollars is a lot of money right and you know a lot of us here in the states can afford that and you know we like dot eth or we like dot x or whatever the case is but that extra utility of you get the name and you don't have to pay for renewals you know, I think there are a lot of people that appreciate that. And so just undermine that is, is sort of funny to me because to me, that's what Web3 is about. It's an opportunity to sort of like rewrite the rules and take the best from Web2. But it's a clean slate to, to sort of like change how business is done. It doesn't have to be business as usual. Right. So I think with digital identity, when, when it comes to naming things and naming people, you know, not everyone is going to be interested in the subdomain, right? A lot of people just like the fact that they can get a simple dot .u, um, .ud domain name. And, you know, I personally like .eth. Um, we all have an emotional attachment to our names. But I also can appreciate a good name, whether it's a .x or a .eth or a .go or a .polygon, because, you know, there are a lot of use cases for these names out there and potential exactly. end users. And that's exactly what I was going to say real quick, because as somebody like myself who across all social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, I've had my account taken and deleted um, indefinitely from me because of the way I speak and I talk about things openly, freely, sometimes just to get a conversation going. But once you put up that uh, Web3 domain name up there, specifically the ones that are cross-communicating um, through XMTP protocol, it doesn't matter if I get taken down on here because once you know my name, you can find me and you can message me across any of these platforms forever. You know what I mean? And so it's nice that you can't lose your domain or if you, you're down with the dot eats that you keep on renewing them, but it's nice that I can be found anywhere across space and across time. Definitely. I think for me, the biggest thing that I hope to, to see in the future is just like, I'm a very forgetful person when it comes to something. So for certain uh, accounts that I have across across the internet, I keep forgetting my password, right? And it's like, okay, reset password, reset password. 
It's like, why can't I just connect one wallet to all of these things and have one password that I don't forget instead of having like 50 wallets across everything with 50 different passwords and I got to keep resetting it, prove that I'm a human, blah, blah, blah. I just want everything in one place, please. <laughs> but yeah, um, Manifest, you've had your hand up the whole time. What's up? Yeah, hello everyone. All right, so I have a question for Ishmaeli um, concerning the, the conference. Um, I was wondering, is there any way that um, for like persons that won't be able to make it, it to the conference in, in person? Um, for example, like myself, who's, you know, who lives in Jamaica, is there a streaming platform? Will the will they, um, conference will be available on video streaming or anything like that? Yeah, we're not going to stream the conference this year. Maybe in the future we will. But I'll tell you this, like, all the sessions will be recorded. And, um, you know, we'll figure out what we want to do with that content afterwards. But just in the spirit of trying to incentivize people to be there as much as possible and give people maximum value for the ones that show up, we made a decision not to stream it this first year. Ish, can I ask a quick question about the conference as well? So what kind of ratio would you say roughly is going to be the attendees when it comes to Web 2 versus Web 3, if you have an idea? Well, the conference is a month away, right? It's December 6th. Today's what, November 6th. Um, so a lot will change in the next couple of weeks. Um, but as of now, I would say that it's about 50-50. And I think the speaker roster reflects that. Um, you know, I... Spoke at NamesCon, which is the largest domain conference, and Web3 was just a side conversation. And that sort of like irritated me, and I was like, okay, you know what? I need to do a conference that's our conference in Web3 and include Web2. Because to me, Web3 is an upgrade of Web2. So that's that was the whole intent of the conference, was to create something that will, will give Web3 sort of like a, a platform where people can discover and learn what's happening here, but at the same time, you know, acknowledge Web2 because it's it's more established, you know what I mean? And I, I'm more of an advocate of Web2.5 where both of them sort of sync together. And, you know, um, Web3 is very promising yet very speculative. Web2 is more established and due for an upgrade. So we'll see what happens. No, I appreciate it. I'll have to check it out. Cheers. That's a really good way to put it. But yeah, uh, one through five. What's up? I just realized I had like white noise going on in the background. My bad. <laughs> it makes me feel better. Um, now I just wanted to add on. I I, I like .go as well, and uh, I actually have ninety .go, and it just ninety looks just like go. It looks it looks unbelievably sexy. It's one of my favorite domains, next to one thirty five .x. Um, but there's there's a lot of stars like that. So I'm really glad you that I think it was Flexer that mentioned .go because I'm I'm a huge fan of .go as well. Yeah, definitely, it's a really popular one for uh, if you want to point it to a to a website or just to a, to an address. I think it's really special. People really seem to like it. I think one thing we haven't actually touched upon that much so far as well is that right now the vast majority of people involved in web free domains are speculators. I would say, and there's not many users that only have, say, one web-free domain and are looking to use it for wallet transactions, for digital identity, etc. Most people own multiple and most people are looking to 
capitalized. But I think one thing that UD does well is it markets well to potential consumers in the future because consumers like choice. They like to think, well, maybe I'll go for .NFT for this one or maybe I'll go for .go for that one. So I think over time, the markets are going to become more and more dominated by consumers versus speculators as proportion. And I think UD is really well set for that in terms of all those masses coming in. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We're still in a speculative market, like you mentioned, but you did make an interesting point. Um, I think we're, we're at the point where if, if you're a new user into the space, you're more speculative, you're more likely to buy more than just one domain. And I, I honestly, I feel like even as the space grows and it becomes normalized, I still think the average person might own like two to five still. Maybe one would be like an anonymous one <clears throat> for an anonymous account, another one for a public account. But I just think these are way different than Web2 domains in the sense that people actually kind of want more than just one uh, online identity. Yeah, I think what you were saying before with the, the wallets, like it sounds great in theory to have one wallet across every DAP or protocol or anything. But I think realistically, you're going to have to be a bit more careful than that because you're not going to want to connect your main wallet with all your assets to every DAP under the sun. So I see this a lot in the web free space where wallet management can get a bit dodgy sometimes, but you're going to want to have safe stuff tucked away, not really connected to anything. And there may be a daily wallet where you get general NFT loyalty cards or bonus points or something like that, just from a retail perspective. But again, I just feel like that's another, um, just a, a growing pain from being early to me, like the perfect wallet in the future. Like I wouldn't have to worry about what I connect to do or, or do this and that with. Cause like the average person is not going to worry about that. Right. So you got to make a product that the average person can use and just feel like, feel very safe with. So I don't know what that is yet, but I hope that the competition, the competition between these different wall companies will eventually lead to some sort of solution. That's fair. I think that has to be the, the ultimate goal. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, we're at the, uh, the 30 minute mark. I'll probably wrap this one up. Just keep it a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, I'll leave you guys maybe with one last thing to say. Uh, Ishmael, is there anything you want to plug or, or mention? <laughs> or uh, 135.x. <laughs> Dang, all the pressure on me. I didn't even get a chance to think of something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I just wanted to say thank you for inviting me up. Uh all of you are awesome. I appreciate what you do in the space. I love these. I love I love being in these spaces with you guys. Um, I didn't feel as nervous this time around. Usually I'm so anxious. My heart goes like a million times an hour. But uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just, I've never been this early to something. So I'm really appreciate, appreciative. And I think we're going to do big things together. And, you know, I know we're going to do big things together. So I love you all. And, uh, you know, I hope I, I hope I get to talk to you again soon. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, Mr. X, any last words? Yeah, I mean, always great to talk about web free domains and digital identity. I just say keep an eye out for this big competition we're running currently, the UD World Cup. We've got 64 domains from the start, all competing in one-to-one clashes. And then eventually we're going to work out what the favorite domain is of the entire community when we get to that grand final. And yeah, 135.x, I think your 90.go, your beloved, is going to be competing in this next round that I 
recently posted so that's all on my feed at the moment so go have a look if you're interested at all thank you again appreciate it mr x all right manifest you're up oh um yeah man i, I just want to you know i just want to express um just appreciation for what you guys are doing you know i've been uh, i think you know unstoppable an unstoppable domain was like one of the very first NFTs I ever purchased. So, you know, I've been a part of this community for the past two years and I'm just really happy to see what you guys are doing. You guys, you know, do an excellent job at marketing. I, I got some merch from you guys that I, that I rock, you know, I rock every, as, as often as I can, t-shirts and all of that. So, yeah, I just, I just love what you guys are doing. I love what Ishmael is doing, you know, he's well-versed in this domain game and I'm, I'm, I'm just always happy to just come into the space with you guys and just listen and just learn you know learn as much as i can about this space so yeah man so salute to everybody you know thank you appreciate that man and uh zero x guy did you last words? yeah if i could chime in oh, i sorry, just want to say that um you know the domain expo if you can afford to be there you should definitely be there um it's one thing to participate in crypto Twitter spaces. Um, but it's way more meaningful when you connect with people in real life. Um, I can't even quantify, you know, what that has done for me, just being able to and put in the effort to attend conferences um, over the past couple of years has just really provided massive ROI. You know, there's, there's that saying that your network is your net worth. And when people are aligned, regardless of what side of the aisle you're in, um, you know, that's your tribe right there. So, you know, to be able to meet with people from all over the world that are building and, you know, just shifting the narrative when it comes to, like, digital identity is such an awesome, needed opportunity um, that just didn't exist prior to this. And I'm super stoked. I, I, I'm appreciative of the support from UD, from Freename, um, from everyone, Bomber's in the audience, he's going to be speaking. Um, you know, I just think it's it's such a great thing for the industry to come together and put faces behind these avatars and, and just learn from each other and so we can all support each other. Um, I believe that we are very early in what's going to be a huge, huge space. Um, you know, history has a way of repeating itself. You know, when you look at the Web3 domainers, I've met the guys like Rick Schwartz that have sold names for $8.8 million. I think he sold another one recently um, where he had equity in the, in the company and cashed out about $6.7 just this year, like literally about two months ago. So, you know, a lot of us here need to understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint. And just because someone is wearing Reeboks and the other guy's wearing Nike shoes doesn't mean that we're not buddies, you know? <laughs> so let's all run the race together and let's all support each other and, you know, build together and, you know, fuck the politics and just, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to buy and sell names from each other because right now it's a digital land grab. Um, but in the future, these names are going to be worth a lot of money. So if you can't attend the conference, keep learning, keep networking Try your very best to acquire quality names. Um, don't get attached to trash. And give yourself a chance to learn from your mistakes. Peace.
Thank you for the wise words. And yeah, guys, if you're if you're in Vegas or if you want to be in Vegas next month, Domain or Expo, hit up Ishmaeli. It's going to be a ton of fun. But yeah, uh, last but not least, Zero X guy. You got any last words? Yeah, so I'll say um, in regards to uh, domains in general, whether Web2 or Web3 or whatever comes next, if there is such a thing, um, you know, being successful is going out there and getting what you want, but being happy is wanting what you get. So just make sure you are enjoying and entertaining yourself because time is the most valuable asset, and that's what it's all about. 100%. But yeah, for today, we're going to close it out. Thank you guys for coming. And yeah, Monday, 7, 7 p.m. Eastern, we're here every week. Peace.